0: hello and welcome to absurdity where we discuss all things absurd in religion culture and society and the we is myself and tony Anoboli jr hi tony (sighs) hola are you I love I just asked that right before we started recording. Yeah,
1: like in real life, and then now for (laughs) everyone else. No, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I had to to buy my books for, uh, or finish up, like Mm -hmm. have some of them, but some of them I was waiting for uh, my semester. So it's like, yay, but also, no, not as bad as I thought. It's every semester, I think it's going to be slightly worse than it actually is. Um, but yeah, there was one was 50 bucks and which I know like undergrad med students are like, Oh, cry me a river. But yeah, yeah, when you're broke,
0: broke is broke is broke. No, I fully understand. I, um, I've gotten a lesson in thermostat care, uh, because my power company sent my, this is the first time I've lived in a house where I am paying utilities for the house and, um, my utility or my, my, um, power company sent my first month's bill to the wrong address. So I never received it, never knew what it was. And, um, I had thought that they would just, because I transferred my service from my apartment to here, I thought they wouldn't make a new account. I thought they would just keep the auto pay yeah. going. Well, it didn't. And so suddenly this month I got a bill for basically $300 when normally I was paying like $60 a month for power. And that was both because <laughs> of running the heater And because it was a two-month bill that is due this month. And I'm like... Jeez. Because they're holding the mailing error on me. And... uh, Yeah. Oh, of course. Of course. course. course.
1: It's never never their fault.
0: So, yeah, I get the... The bank
1: is like, oh, we accidentally gave you, you know, $10,000. Well, that's... That's not their fault. That's my fault. Yep. So yeah. So we're gonna charge you <laughs> a thousand dollar convenience they, fee yeah. for
0: us taking yeah. the ten thousand back that we accidentally gave you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. Nope. So I get being broke. The
1: f- flight flight companies are the ones that. That's where I lose it. It's like, well, your flight's delayed. Yes, but you have to pay for another ticket. No, I don't. I bought a ticket. You didn't land the plane. Mm. So I don't know why that's my problem. Spirit Airlines. <laughs> what What I don't, I, I remember
0: seeing a tweet um, near the end of 2019, and I think I see this at the end of every uh-huh. year, but it talks about like banks made some, you know, like 35 billion in revenue off of overdraft fees. And the tweets like the bank literally made 35 billion off of people who had no money, like by yeah. definition. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's, and that is wild to me just to think about that, but. Who needs money, right? Except everyone to, you know, live. It's just stuff. It's just Yeah, food is just stuff. You know. Uh, You know. Clothes, just stuff. Electricity, just stuff. So. (laughs) So anyways. (laughs) Um, We're not bitter. Uh, We're not cynical at all about money. So.
1: Last like I don't we could we could do an entire episode This is the most depressing episode ever.
0: We have to buy uh Hulu. Um so last week we talked about apologies and why apologies matter. And I will say if I don't I have no idea if anything we do here will, you know, heavily reference anything from last week, but because we have obviously haven't had the conversation yet, but what I would say is it is worth going back and listening to episode one twenty three if you haven't yet, um and just get yourself caught up, uh, but that we talked about why apologies matter, and today we are flipping and talking about why forgiveness matters or making forgiveness matter and um you know it it is there's a lot of misconceptions around it, and we had talked last time about inappropriate apologies, and I don't think we're going to be talking about inappropriate forgiveness, but I think we want to just talk about forgiveness as a as an idea. Um, and talk about just the different forms of it, what it really means and how we, how we kind of navigate that. So, um, this isn't, you know, once again, neither Tony and I are mental health professionals or anything like that, but we do deal in a profession that does deal with a lot of conflict and drama and encouraging forgiveness. So it's not like we have no, you know, no, nothing involved here. And uh, forgiveness is something... We're
1: we're not experts in it, but we have, in fact...
0: Yeah. Yeah. And there are certain things, like, I I, would really love to... um, I, I would really like to tell some stories of, you know, forgiveness that I've dealt with. But realistically, it is inappropriate for me to do so because of the other people involved. But what I will say, you know, out of respect for them, but what I will say is... You know, forgiveness is something that quite honestly, I have wrestled with pretty much every day for the entirety of, you know, my teenage and uh, kind of early adult life. So it is, yeah. I, I can't say more than that out of respect for the people involved. Um, but it is something that it is, it is something that I really wrestle with. So this isn't, I don't think either of us are coming at this of a place of pretending to be experts in it, but we're also not coming from this uh coming at this from a place of you know armchair experts so as is tradition well you look like you're going to say something so say something
1: no no i, I was agreeing. girl okay well, cool i was just like uh-huh. um, <laughs> as is tradition
0: let's define it so tony um i do have a definite dictionary definition listed here but we never go by the dictionary definition on this show no we don't we create we, our own baseline well the dictionaries dictionaries are good starting place for stuff like this
1: yeah, but then it's also like, well, you need it's you need a a foundation that's more like that's a good ground, but then you need a foundation. If that makes any yeah, sense.
0: Yeah. No, no, it it absolutely does. You need uh well, and the, the the other thing about it is you need to take it within the context of what you're talking about, right? Forgiveness as an idea maybe one thing objectively, but then when you put it in the context of say Christianity or Islam or a different faith expression or a different community, Forgiveness can mean different things based on your context. So, you know, a dictionary definition might be a good starting point, but ultimately it's best understood within the context of the culture you actually are in. And I think that's why. right? Exactly. And I think that's one of the reasons that you and I do prefer to make our own definitions for these things. Because it also tells you where we're coming from. Um, I think even if we said the dictionary definition, both of us somehow would end up operating out of our own personal definitions anyway. So it's just...
1: Like a, a a working definition. Yeah. So hit us. Um, what would you give for a working definition? So I'd probably say that forgiveness is um, a way of releasing yourself and another party from the influences or... Harbored feelings from a past incident. Um and I would add to that in order to create a healing, in order to promote or create a a place for healing, right? Um and the reason I would well, we can talk about the reason i say it, but I would say so so something that releases people from um. The, the effects of or, or the, the emotional effects. I, I guess it's hard to say that because it's like, well, you can't release yourself from trauma, but it's a way of letting go of any resentment or bitterness um, resulting from that action to promote a yeah. piece of, uh, 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 a, a way to heal um and that's the way that that i would define yeah, it yeah i would i i would
0: for the most part agree i think i would i would say forgiveness is basically the state of you know existence or being where a past wrong done to you is no longer disruptive to your life right
1: that's, i mean that's really yeah. what you it do, is you yeah yeah you no longer allow it to to disrupt your life as far as like as far as you can. Yeah. And, and it just to begin a process of healing, it doesn't culminate in it. it, It's like, this is, this allows that healing process to begin. Um, which is why I think it's, it's so significant, but we can talk about like, we'll get into more details, but that to me is kind of the baseline understanding of like, to, to forgive. Like the concept of forgiveness is, is a release of, you know, absolutely. Anyway, that, that, that's what I would say. So I think, uh, I'm going to, I think that's a good
0: working and and baseline definition. I think we, we favor the idea of forgiveness being a process. Um, I talked about more of the state of being or state of existence. And the only reason I do think that is, well, it'll kind of be explained as we go, but the, the basically I view forgiveness more as a, I guess, definite, a destination that we work toward rather than, I don't describe the process to get to the place of forgiveness as actually forgiveness. I see it as a as a I could see it as a part of it, but I don't necessarily see it as the substance of it and to say yeah, that i, could, I okay, forgive that's you
1: fair. I completely disagree with you but okay <laughs> no, I, 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 no, I I yeah, think like no to from. say
0: I forgive you isn't and to to say I forgive you and to say I'm working towards a place where I can forgive you right like it forgiveness is a specific action taken and I don't know that the if we're if we're going to talk about the process we usually talk about it as a process so you know, we say I'm still working, but I haven't been able to fully forgive you yet. So that's why I, I think forgiveness is the destination of all of that work, or the Coleman- Yeah, I okay. I do see it more along yeah. those lines, okay. but I don't yeah, count the process in any way, shape, or form. I hope that that yeah, yeah. okay cool. Right. Um, so this is <laughs> if you're wondering why just talking about forgiveness fits within the context of absurdity and all that is absurd. Forgiveness isn't absurd, however, there is a
1: way that we have treated forgiveness that i believe is absurd. Yeah. Um, so i yeah. i to me i'd say that the way that we have defined forgiveness in christianity or at least in, in the culture of christianity is releasing someone from the consequences
0: yeah. of it's paying a de-
1: or you know canceling a debt. Whether that debt is financial yeah. or um, you know emotional whatever. And and which I mean that is you know like debt forget, like there's literally called debt forgiveness and stuff like that but it's it's releasing someone from the consequences and so that's why like I took such great care to be like the effects as far as you can yeah um but again it's it doesn't forgiveness does not blot out the the consequences no but it does blot out the effects absolutely of that action so. And that and that's the key because when you when you take consequences, what ends up happening is that you end up favoring the offender rather than the victim. Yes, and that's what's been happening in Christianity. Yeah, absolutely. That's what we've done. We've created a culture of forgiveness that
0: is more concerned with the offender than it is with the actual victim and uh, justice for the victim. Right. It's it's more about yeah yeah. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's more about the harm or you know, perceived continual harm or guilt or sadness that the offender is in who might feel genuine remorse instead of looking at the victim and saying, what do you, what really needs to happen for you to be able to heal from this? And what is, what is fair here? And so what, what result? what this results in is we'll usually hold, um, you know, we'll hold it against someone if they cannot forgive or have not forgiven someone within a certain amount of time and that varies but you know won't you just i wish you would just get over it i wish you would you know how why are you not over it like he's so much better now they've cha- you know that person has changed uh you know it's been
1: x yeah it's been know, x months it's been x days x yeah. months x years you know let it go yep or um <laughs> the the they're
0: so sad they like they obviously feel terrible about it why 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 won't you forgive them like they've done their and they see it as a transaction They've done their part in apologizing. Why won't you just forgive them? Get over it. Even better, uh, they're your family. <laughs> That's the one that gets. They're your family. You have to forgive them.
1: Yeah, family's forever.
0: Yeah. Um, and or and and the other side of it too is we 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 definitely tend to hold it against someone if they are unwilling to forgive someone for what they have done. If they're in a place where they're denying that, you know, I don't want to forgive them right now. I'm not at a place where decision or where forgiveness is a decision that I want to make. Right. So it, it, we yeah. try to fast forward yeah. or deny the healing process and the process and the work to get to forgiveness in favor of either keeping the peace or resolving the issue quickly so that, so that, oh, your, your conflict and your pain is no longer disruptive to my life. That's what we end up doing. When it comes to other people and we being, you know, a culture within Christianity, you know, a greater subculture within Christianity of, of, of people who've done this. And and it wouldn't surprise me if, if there are a number of people who would hear this description and go, yep, I know someone like that. And yep, I've experienced something like that or I've seen something like that. This definitely happens within the context of spousal abuse in church. This definitely happens within the context of, um, you know, adultery. And this happens in, uh, the form of kids or parents who are, um, either abusive or have a past of abuse. Um, you know, someone's yeah. trying to work through some past conflict or trauma, um, happens there. And I,
1: I mean, it, it even happens in a place of, you know, gossip, mm-hmm. um, pride, uh, manipulation, you know, just among the, you know, the, the, the basic politics of church and or society. Yeah. Um, you know, it doesn't often, you know, a lot of times it, it, it's put in, it couched in these terms of, of trauma, these big things, um, which is true and it's there. But a lot of times I find that it's the little things that eventually lead to those big things. It's because we don't deal with it correctly in these little things that all of a sudden we get to these big things and we're like, oh, they clearly don't understand forgiveness. And we have to do this big old deep study because we have not done a good job explaining what forgiveness is from the get go.
0: Oh, yeah. And we talk about forgiveness as this umbrella term, which granted you and I have done so far, but we won't forever. But we, we, well, yeah. we talk about forgiveness without recognizing the wide spectrum of offense types and severities.
1: Right. Right, well, and we talked about this with apologies, yeah. you know what I mean like it's it's it you can't template an apology in the same way you can't template a template forgiveness of forgiveness <laughs> you can't template forgiveness correct um you 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 just you can't it has to be based on different situations, and there are some characteristics yeah, that it needs to meet um but that's going to look different it, or it,
0: be expressed it, differently. It's going to, yeah,
1: how that, yeah, how that is expressed, what that looks like, it's going to be different, mm-hmm. Um, you know, varying, you know, almost per person. So, yeah, like, uh, but that's the type of thing is a lot of times we do just want to cookie cutter it. Yeah. You know, almost like they're kids on the playground and just be like, all right, you say you're sorry, now you forgive him. And it's like, what? Yeah. Like, that. It doesn't happen. It doesn't work that way, unfortunately. and
0: I think one, one thing that I have noticed as well is I do think that this has its roots in, um, in theology. Now this is, I'm not going to, this isn't like a Bible study, but I do think this has, there is a, I wouldn't say maybe a subconscious thing here. I don't know. But when, when we talk about ourselves as, you know, we, when, you know, when we were yet enemies of God, he loved us and, um, forgive as you have been forgiven. And if you, you know, things like that from the bible we tend to we tend to have an attitude that ends up favoring the offender because we know that we are the offenders before god and we want to see the offender set free from whatever debt they owe or whatever and 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 we may see a little bit of ourselves as christians in the person who has offended and i'm not saying that like is a conscious thing that we've decided but it when you talk so much about god giving you something you don't deserve Then there's this expectation that ends up getting put on us that we would do the same thing. But the, you know, be like God, be perfect, like your father in heaven. The problem is that we aren't our father in heaven. And there are things that he can do that we can't. That doesn't mean that we don't strive to be like him still, but there are, I can't speak a universe into existence, right? I can't be omnipresent. I don't want to be omnipresent. I can't listen to everybody's prayers at once or, 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 um, you know, pull cosmic <laughs> strings to make certain things happen. Like yeah. I can't do that.
1: Contrary to popular belief, Becker, you can't I, do that.
0: I've tried, believe me. Uh, <laughs> the but, but yeah, so I I think that we do need to be more sensitive to the different severities. I think we need to be more aware of the victim of the things that we do, the the victims of the of the of the behaviors of the the offenses that have happened. And I think that on a systemic scale scale, on an institutional scale and on an individual or local church, you know, local community level as well, you know, interpersonal. So, yeah. So let's get in. Let's get into types, right? Because I think there are several different types of forgiveness. I don't think that forgiveness is an umbrella term. Um, And so, Tony, what, what would you say is a type of forgiveness?
1: Um... Let me, let me think of that. What, why don't you start <laughs> okay, and I'll, fair enough. I'll jump in. Okay, So I would say
0: that one of the, the I think this is the most common type of forgiveness. Um, and when I say type, I mean form of forgiveness or the type of it. it I would say that it's a, like a category yes. that it would
1: fall into. Um, Not necessarily. Yeah. It, yeah.
0: This is, I, I think f- there's a type of forgiveness that restores everything and the relationship basically back to the way it was before the offense. Or maybe there's one minor or slight difference now, but it really doesn't impact the rest of the relationship. Um, you know, I left the, you know, honey, I left the the seat up again. I'm sorry. Well, I forgive you. Don't let it happen again. Like, I'm, I'm a little upset about it, right? But I'm not. Um, but I let it go. I go about my day. I still come home and everything's normal after work or whatever, you know? I, nothing really changes about the, relationship and so these are usually as a result of minor uh you know agri- less egregious issues or minor mistakes that happen
1: i think that would be the first time I, st- I stepped on your foot yeah. and, and and again you can even see it on these small things because you'll notice when it isn't actually people will be like oh i forgive you and then they'll bring it up later on and it's like no 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 that's it's not a forgiveness works Forgiveness means you let it go. Mm-hmm. I do think I do um, think
0: some bigger things can can fall into this category. But usually as well, it, yeah, it's usually because the thing that happened, the offensive behavior that happened was done completely unintentionally or the person was not aware yeah. that it would have the effect that it did. And so like you're like, yeah, well, yeah. I'm not going to hold that. Ag- I literally why would I hold that against you? I, you know, yeah, you didn't know. Yeah.
1: So we're fine. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know. I can think of a number of social faux pas that I've had that I could toss into that category as well and just yep. be like, oopsie, um, you know, and, and it and it might be a big deal. And then, you know, when when someone expresses himself and go, I, I've been very lucky that the people that I have done that to or done that in front of have realized my ignorance and been able to say, hey, you know, it's no big deal. Like just, you know. Just so you know, for the future, don't, you know, don't do that. Don't make that, you know, expression or whatever.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, do you have one yet or do you want me to keep going? Because I've obviously um, made the outline for this one. Uh, just keep
1: going. You're on a um, roll. You're on a roll. <laughs> Go for it. Go so for
0: it. I think, uh, I think another one would be uh, forgiveness, which continues the relationship. But now there are new rules. There's a new standard. There's new parameters in place. There are boundaries. Basically, there is it now a new normal. Things cannot be the way they were before. Yes, the relationship between us continues, but now, um, I don't know, you can't be on your phone after, ser- I don't know what it is, but like, you know, in order to protect you from this addiction, maybe you can't be here or do these things or maybe you need to check in or, you know, there are certain situations where I no longer trust you in and trust now has to be rebuilt. We're going to stay together, but there's a lot of work that we have to do to get to a point where we can be a really healthy relationship again
1: lending money lending
0: money is a big one there Yeah. yep yeah
1: i mean there's more often than not i you know end up in that situation Ooh. where it's like well i'm going to forgive you but i'm just we're, this isn't going to happen again correct there's no the new norm um, is that that is no longer
0: that that aspect I'm is not no longer part
1: extend you or trust you in this particular way i think another one you know it usually when you entrust someone or something to someone it can be in a different a lot of different aspects but you know uh, someone watches your dog for instance and Mm. you know you come back and you know the bowl is everywhere the food's there they clearly haven't been brushed or walked or whatever and it's just like oh did you walk them oh i totally forgot it's like all right well you know i'm not gonna hold that against you but i'm also not gonna ask you anymore Mm. Yep. And if you do it again, like I'm going to need you to like video, you know, yeah. Like send me a video of you walking the dog, you know. I'm going to need like timestamp proof, you know. <laughs> take a photo of the dog and today's newspaper to prove that you, you know, something like Well, like, like there that.
0: was there was a time um, where I was actually asked to house sit and dog sit for someone who I consider, you know, a really great friend and I turns out I'm highly allergic to allergic to both of her dogs, um, because dog allergies are more breed specific and she had a couple cats. But even though I was staying in a different room, I was actually staying on a completely different level of the house that the animals do not go into. And, wow. um, like I was sleeping over while they were on a vacation or on a trip, it didn't matter. I, the next morning I woke up and could not breathe. And on top of that, I developed a respiratory infection overnight and I, oh, I remember I that couldn't stay. Like I literally, we had to yeah. find someone else to take care of them in the last minute and I felt terrible and I apologized to her uh, profusely. I still feel bad about it, to be honest. But it was something out of my control. Yet it was it was still a bad and it was a stressor for them. Yeah, and
1: yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't
0: malicious. No.
1: It just means there's a new yeah, normal. Yeah, the new normal you know, is I no, no longer house, it, I house to, it for them. Because why yeah. would we do that? Um, you know, this is another one where I think abuse comes in. Um this is the problem a, pro- a lot of a lot of times when abuse is present any type verbal physical spiritual emotional um there has to be a new normal mm-hmm. and the problem is it goes back to the old normal and the cycle starts again everyone who works with uh, abuse situations understands it's not linear it's a cycle it's cyclical so they're not like abusive all the time it's a cycle, and you know you can. There has to be a new normal, otherwise, at minimum, at minimum, yep. Otherwise, it'll just continue to be in the new cycle, um, and it'll happen, and it'll keep happening, and and again, anyone who's ever dealt with it knows it escalates. It does not stay the same. It always goes up. So. You, you when when you're dealing with something in the church or a situation that confessor a lot of times the bigger things need to have a new normal, just like okay well i'm gonna need you to send this mm-hmm. two weeks early or i'm gonna need you to you know what i mean like this it's 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 no longer it's no longer feasible for this to continue, so therefore I'm gonna need you yep. to change. The way we can't go back to just me trusting you, or we yeah. can't go back to, you know, asking you to watch the dogs. Yeah. Um there has to be a new normal. And that's a yeah. let's be clear.
0: We are not saying that abuse falls under this as in this is the expected outcome of any abusive situation. We're just saying that in in some cases, people may choose to continue the relationship and with new parameters in place, and abuse is one of the situations, you know, abusive marriages and relationships. Are one of the situations where that tends to happen and maybe it continues, but the man, you know, or, or wife, you know, the man or woman uh, does not stay with their family anymore or for a certain amount of time while they stay in counseling um, and get over their anger problems or their abusive, you know, whatever it is. Um, maybe you stay together, but yeah. you're separated. You yeah. know, there's a new normal in place and we are not judging anyone one way or the other, whether they choose to stay and work on it and fix the problem in a healthy way or. Those who would choose to not continue the relationship, um, I you know each each right. relationship needs to be decided within the context of its own relationship. No, absolutely. So absolutely. I would say if and your that, life is that, in danger, get out. Obviously, you know if your physical health or your your you know the, the yeah, lives of your yeah, kids yeah, yeah. are being yeah oh, for all sure. of that,
1: get out for sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, and that's the thing that you know I think that's that's the whole thing is that like that's the new normal. I mean, sometimes you just. You have to just completely create a new environment. I'd say that's the probably the next part of forgiveness is the one where there's forgiveness, but the relationship is closed. yep, now. you know there's no going back um it it's just done, but what it does is it releases the victim from the pain of that mm-hmm. issue um.
0: And in many cases can release I, you know, a, a, big, a, a big, truly contrite offender as well. You know, it can release everyone and it's kind of permission right. to, yeah, to yeah, move yeah. on.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, here's the thing. In an abuser, sure. the abuse and the pain of that abuse and the memory of that abuse is one way that they exert control. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, I I I control you. I own you even when, you know, even even when I'm not hitting you. Or even when I'm not yelling at you, or you know what yep. I mean? Like and that and it's something that people don't really, you know, they don't they don't get. And it's like until you forgive, they're still exerting control of you. You're still giving them that power to 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 affect your life. Yep. Um so I you know, I, I think there are a bunch of little sub forgiveness categories. But one thing that I'll say, a principle that I'll say that I think maybe needs to <clears throat> needs to be stated out loud, forgiveness is not about the other person. Forgiveness is completely about the victim. Um, it, it's about you releasing yourself and possibly them, but only tangentially. Um, because you can't control what someone else does, how they react, how they live their life. You can't control that. Um, or you shouldn't. You can, but that's called, that's called abuse and manipulation. Um And so you need to, you need to forgive for yourself. Yeah. And so a lot of times this type of forgiveness where, you know, like these, these young ladies with the Larry Nassar case, you know, um, they're coming up and, and they straight up, you know, you're terrible, you're horrible. Mm -hmm. I'm releasing my, I'm doing this to release myself. I'm, you know, you will have to live with this forever, but I'm, I'm letting go. Yeah. You have to suffer the consequences, but I'm letting go, and I think that's the other thing you know to me, that's why I said the part of the healing and and we can go into like as the forgiver um you know what it what it takes and the importance and all of that but um you know the first thing is to understand like you you have to hold the forgive e accountable, yeah. Not the, not forgiveness does not. Yeah. Forgiveness is not absolution. Mm
0: -hmm. And I would say, I would Um, say it, 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 it's not just, it's not just about the, it's not just about the person who needs to forgive or about the victim, but I would also say that it happens at the discretion of the victim, not the offender. In other words, it happens on the timeline of the victim It does not, the the offender who's taken control and taken agency from someone does not now get to decide the timeline or the type of forgiveness that follows. If you have done something wrong, you don't get to, you know, if if you've taken on a debt, you Uh, don't get to determine what debt you owe. The debtor determines that. And, you know, you can't just call your your credit card company and say, yeah, the interest, uh, I'm not, you know there are some cases where you can negotiate with them, but ultimately you have to I'll get pay, them.
1: I'll pay 2000 of this. Yeah.
0: Ultimately you don't get to whatever. do, you don't get to buy a car and then say, yeah, so I'm only going to pay a thousand out of the 20,000, uh, take it or leave, you know, take it. And they say, yes, that's not how that works. And ultimately the debtor has to agree to, you know, the, the person, the victim has to agree to whatever terms that you, that you, The the offender, I guess, can suggest, but that doesn't mean anything because ultimately this happens at the discretion of the victim because part of, part of forgiveness is, and part of justice is regaining the agency that was taken from you because of the offense. It's power and agency in your life was taken to you because of that kind of offense. And this is the first step of regaining that and regaining control over your own life
1: yeah the uh the the wisconsin the uh what, what was it the um wakanda recordings. Yeah, wakanda recordings
0: i like can't wakanda um,
1: we did a you know if you guys don't don't know that uh what episodes Early, were those? no late 90s late 90s yeah go check out we have um one with jennifer uh, jennifer jill schwerzer and sarah McDougal. oh what was it? sarah McDougal? um absolutely great and and they you know talk about you know um That idea of agency and reclaiming it, powerful stuff. Mm -hmm. So that I think is the important thing to remember. Like it's not a competition. It's just not an opportunity to keep score. Um, You know, the whole point, you know, we have the famous biblical example, you know, how many times should I forgive? 70 and he's like, yeah, or seven times, you know, because you were only, you know, you only had to forgive someone three times for something. So you crashed my car once, twice, three times after that. Like I can hold you completely accountable for it. And God and Jesus is like, no, try like yeah. 70 times seven. I would say it is, um, it isn't. Which is not an equation. <laughs> it's, it's a concept. Yeah, it's, a, it's a, principle. a principle. I would say
0: too, that it, it it is about, you know, forgiveness is about regaining agency and regaining power in your life. Um, but it is not about gaining that power in order to exert it over the person who owes you the debt, right? Yeah, so this isn't yeah. this isn't about now getting revenge or or making, you know, getting even. This is simply you are taking control
1: of your own life again. You're saying I'm I am completely letting this go because I cannot and the other thing is about forgiveness. It does not mean that justice doesn't get to happen. Mm-hmm. It does mean that you are relinquishing your Pain mm. and I know a lot of people that are not willing to give that pain up mm-hmm. I, I've talked to them, they've come to me, we've talked together about this, and oftentimes that is a huge issue um yeah i I don't want to forget, so I will keep picking at this scab because as long as I bleed, I know who I am mm-hmm. And it seems like it's a it seems like an oxymoronic statement, um. But the reality is no, you know. I mean, there there's some people that there, it's become such a part of their identity, or um. Well,
0: there are some people that choose they 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 they, they want the, not they want the pain in a sense, but the pain is predictable and comfortable. The unknown, you know, the yes, decision the to move on, become,
1: the pain has become, yeah. yeah, it's
0: become normalized and at least predictable it's is, g- is like, all right, I know what to expect here. I know exactly what to expect with this. Whereas if I decide to move on, I have no idea what that may mean. I have no idea what my life
1: will look like. It's a huge right. risk. And it's scary. Yeah. That, you know, that is how on I would find that. You know, I break down and cry and on Wednesdays, it's when I do the. And it's just like, yeah, you, you, it becomes normalized, the routine Not comfortable, I wouldn't say necessarily comfortable, but yeah, normalized, I think is a good word for it. And I think that's the issue. Mm. Um, And I think also we need to remember that forgiveness is also not the same as accepting an apology. Um, You can accept an apology when you are not ready to forgive. Mm. And we talked about this, you know, we talked about that idea. And again, that's because forgiveness is all about you. It's not about the other person. And if you're not in a place where you can forgive somebody, if you're not ready for that and they apologize, um, you don't have to feel pressured. Again, this is not a competition, mm-hmm. right? Um, You are not the worst person because you did not accept someone's apology.
0: um. Well, let me, no, not even accept. It's more, you're, you're not the worst person because you... Because they apologized and you and you didn't forgive. Yeah, and you weren't able to forgive because I, I think there's an important differentiation there of forgiveness is not the same as accepting the apology. You can accept an apology and not be in a place of forgiveness yet, right? Like you can say, hey, I th- thank you for your apology. I believe that you are sorry if you do. You know, I I appreciate the, you know, I appreciate that you're doing what you can and doing everything you know to do to make this right. However, I'm not in a place where I am ready to just move on from this and um, where it won't
1: disrupt my life anymore. And, and that's okay. And I would say the, and I would say that the reverse is also true that you can forgive someone. And if they are coming with this lame duck, Mm. uh, crocodile tears, manipulative apology, you don't need to accept that apology. Mm-hmm. It, it, you don't need to accept it. you can be like, you know what? I don't believe this is genuine. Uh, mm-hmm. I've forgiven you, but I, I, I don't accept this. Yep. Um, you know, you you don't have to, and that's the thing that the, these are they're they're linked, but they're not connected. If that makes yeah. sense, forgiveness and and apologizing are linked but not connected you're not creating a social faux pas. And I think that's the problem when you teach kids, you apologize. Now you forgive. People don't really understand that now you're creating this Pavlovian response Mm. to apology. um, That not only creates again, bad apologies where, Oh, I want to get out of, you know, the guilt or I want to, you know, get this black mark, you know, um, almost like a, you know, a spain ticket, like, Oh, just, Can I go to driver's school and take this off my record? I'm sorry I drove fast. Mm -hmm. Yay. Now my insurance goes down. Um, It's not how that works. And I think it's important for people to understand that because forgiveness is linked. Obviously, there doesn't need to be an apology for forgiveness, and there doesn't need to be forgiveness for an apology. Mm. Um, But at the same time, I mean, obviously that, you know, one of the responses to an incident to, I think they're linked by an event, a traumatic event. Um, whether that's a statement, whether that's a physical act, whether that is a, you know, mm. anything from, from 9 to somebody leaving the lights on, yeah. you know, um, any, any, any event that is traumatic, you, can forgive someone for that act without them apologizing. By the way, you wouldn't even tell someone that they forgive them. I can't tell you the amount of times, you know, I I had the privilege to live with my brother for a couple of years up here at Andrews and just little, little things. And I know I did a bunch of little things and I would be driving home, you know, just livid or driving, you know, someplace, you know, to school or whatever, just livid because I'm like, Oh, how dare he forget to do this thing. And then I'm like, you know what? I forgive him. Doesn't matter. He he ate my, you know, popsicle. Um, <laughs> he ate I,
0: my
1: popsicle. I had, oh, you know what? No, it wasn't. What was it? It was um, there was uh, what are the what are the uh, what would you do? Klondike bar. He had a Klondike bar, and I was so mad because it was like, and then I was like, you know what? I put it in the spot where you know we normally share. You know, like eventually, I was like, it's not worth it. Like yeah. I'm angry at someone that I love and care about, like whatever. And I, and I forgave him, never told him. I never told him, you know? Um, And I'm sure he's an avid listener of our podcast. So he will now hear this. Uh, But you know, that's just the reality is like, I mean, a bunch of these little things that I would drive off with and be like, and then just, just let it go. And again, Mm. you don't need to, because it nine times, not nine times out of 10, I won't put a number on it, but it doesn't necessarily have to even be about the other person at all, other than the the fact that they're tangentially related. To yeah, it. absolutely. It is something, like, um, I,
0: I really want this and, and this discussion to really hone in on the fact that this is, this is meant to empower you if a wrong has been done to you. That's what we're trying to, that's really, I think, the, the thing that we, you and I are trying to get across here. It is not the place, you know, the process of forgiveness is not trying to make the offender feel better. This is about you getting justice and getting, um, and getting healing from the wrong and the hurt that was done. That was, you know, caused by someone
1: else. Exactly. Yeah. And, and you know, for instance, what's the purpose of it? All right. Well, let's say that incident, uh, you know, my Klondike bar got eaten and I'm angry. I'm frustrated. If I spend the entire day frustrated and angry, that's not punishing mm. Andrew. He is completely oblivious to what is going on. I'm sitting here having this one act play going through my head. You know what I mean? All mm. day and it's ruining my day. All it's all it's doing is punishing me by not forgiving him. Now, did that mean that the next time I had Klondike bars I told, "Hey, these are mine." <laughs> yeah, I mean, there was some food. There was, you know, we shared most stuff, but there was some food. And it was like, hey, you know, I just, I kind of would like to have these. Mm. There was no problem, you know. He was like, oh yeah, sure, I'll, I, you know, I won't eat them. But at the same time, it's like I'm the only one that was suffering mm. from that. I was the one that was in pain, who was angry, who was yeah. you know, you know, would be sitting in class, going da, 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 not focusing, missing out on lectures, have to stay here for another, you know, like that's that that affects my life. It doesn't affect him almost at all, no, other than the fact that I am going to come back to the you know, I'll come back to the house angry, <laughs> but you know, after a day of stewing in it, but it had I, you know, it, it was all about me, and by releasing myself from that, I didn't absolve him of what he did he still ate my klondike bar yeah but i was saying i'm not gonna let that action ruin my day Mm -hmm. i'm not gonna let that action take over what can be a beautiful incredible moment yeah you know because you know if i'm angry and obviously it's a this is a an extreme situation but if i'm angry about this i'm not paying attention if i'm not paying attention there's a friend who's going through a you know could be a friend going through a terrible terrible time they come up to me and go hey how's it going what's up if i'm so frustrated i'll be like i I don't know man i'm frustrated right Mm. they might be asking for help they might need that and i'm not able to listen to the spirit moving in my life Mm. or have the emotional availability even if i recognize it to be able to say, hey, you know what, let's sit down and talk, man. It looks like you're going through something. Mm. Because I've been angry all day. I've been emptying myself of my emotional availability. Yeah. And I think that's a big issue that people don't realize is like forgiveness is is the purpose of it is to release you. And it doesn't matter if that person apologizes. It doesn't matter if all that stuff goes down. Um You just have to do it. Now, that doesn't mean that if you can't do that right away, that you're a terrible, horrible person. But it does mean that, hey, you know, just be aware, this does not absolve the other person. That event still happened. Forgiveness. But you don't need to, you don't need to bear that pain any longer.
0: Forgiveness as a concept, I don't think requires, doesn't 100% of the time require confrontation. But I do think... It depends on what you, it depends on what you want forgiveness to mean. Like what type of forgiveness? It depends. What type of forgiveness do you want? Because there are times where someone will have done a wrong to you. They don't even know that you're bothered or hurt. And you say, all right, well, I'm just going to forgive them and move on. It's not worth the confrontation, but you know, I don't need to or whatever, but there might be something, maybe they did something unintentionally wrong. um, And it really did hurt you. And you do need to talk about it. You can't just, you know, forgive them and move on without bringing it up. Well, in that case, if you want to, if you want to have the type of forgiveness where the relationship continues, whether there's a new norm or whether, you know, there's no changes really at all, you may have to say, Hey, you hurt me in this way. And you may have to confront them and communicate to them because that is how you can move forward. Specific, if you are looking for a specific type of forgiveness, there may be confrontation that is required in order to get there. But I don't necessarily want to even imply that that means that you have to have a one-on-one confrontation with someone who has hurt you, someone who has harmed you, someone who has, you know, physically or emotionally and someone who has exerted control over you, especially in a manipulation context or an abusive context, you may need someone else with you. Um, Or if it's criminal, then it's not even a matter of that. You have the police, you get the police with you then, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. We are not saying go back into danger in 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 order to get forgiveness or in order to right. to get yeah. to a place where you can forgive that is not what we are saying. Yeah. Yeah. So, absolutely. And
1: You'd, you do you want Yeah. Okay, cool.
0: No. Perfect. We did
1: no. it. I was like, nah. That's just you said it. So, <sighs> you, said, you said
0: this is this is a question that um this is the question. This is probably the most common question that I got when I was full-time pastoring and it's a question I get a lot from college students, from youth, from, um, you know, teenagers, this is, this is, and adults alike, like this is a super common question. And it's, you know, not just how do I forgive, but you know, pastor, I know that I'm supposed to forgive. Jesus told me, you know, Jesus says in the Bible, I'm supposed to forgive and forgiveness is really important. And I'm supposed to forgive a bunch. And, um, but how, I, I don't know, you know, what if I can't forgive them right away? What if I'm still hurting and why, you know, I said, I forgive them yet. I still feel the pain. Um, and I still feel like I haven't let it go. You know, what if I can't forgive someone right away? What do I do? And so I, I think it is worth us talking about that just from our own perspectives, what we would share and, and how, you know, maybe answers that we've traditionally given. I know what I have traditionally given and how I've answered that, but Tony, I don't think I've ever heard your perspective
1: on this. So I'd love to hear your thoughts. If you can't forgive someone right away, um, Well, let's say the, the first thing is, what do you mean right away?
0: I mean, within the confines what's of- What's the urgency? The ur- yeah, no, 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 the urgency. no, but that's what I would ask yeah. them. Okay, no, oh, but that's okay, I thought the word you were asking ask me them. for context. You know, what,
1: do, what do you mean by- No, 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 what do you mean by right away? Like, what, what what's the urgency? Mm. <clears throat> um, yeah, what's causing you know, the urgency? Forgiveness is like, forget, forget, forgiveness is like grief. Mm. Everybody deals with it in their own way. Everyone deals with it in their own timeline. Um and and it, it it it's no one would expect someone who has an earth-shattering traumatic event um someone they you know a spouse they'd been with for 20 years die and then they're like oh it's been 3 months like get over it mm. no they'd be like 5 10 maybe they'll never get over it you know um because of the level of trauma and time put in um Absolutely. You know, and and some people, they loved them and they will always grieve for them, but they're able to move on after three months because they went through the process, you know, maybe it was a Mm -hmm. disease, but whatever. You know, I remember someone saying, oh, well, they moved on fast. And I'm like, well, what's fast? Mm -hmm. You know, what's fast? What's fast for you might not be fast for them. Yeah. Yeah you know who knows how long they you know had accepted it maybe they you know that it's that type of thing so at the same time nobody that that same that same understanding should also apply to forgiveness you know forgiveness if you have this incredibly traumatic event that's been haunting you for years mm-hmm. okay you're probably not going to be ready to forgive and move yep. on right away it's going to take there's going to be some reconstruction that needs to happen to even get to a place where you can begin to let go of that pain yeah um at the same time it doesn't have to be a big event it can be something quote-unquote small that you're just not able to do for whatever reason and it's like okay but you have to understand so that's the first thing i would say it's like understand there's no urgency other than the fact that okay, you're going to be holding on to this pain. Um, I would say if you're angry, if if you are unable to control your anger about it, I would say then you need to resolve that because mm-hmm. that you know the Bible is very clear, and and like I said, I come from a biblical perspective, but I think there's also a ton of studies done on holding anger inside, uh, uh repressed rage mm-hmm. and withheld rage, um. You know, go look it up. Like, <laughs> um, so the science is behind it. The Bible is behind it. Like you need to let go of your anger in a constructive manner. That needs to happen quick. But forgiveness is not the same as that. Yeah. Um. So I'd say there really is no urgency to forgive. Mm. First, you know, that's the first thing I'd say. It's like, what's the urgency? And what's like, causing what, what, what? the urgency?
0: Really? What's the source of yeah, it? Is it?
1: like who, where's this, you know, where's the pressure coming from? if the pressure is coming from purely intrinsically, like you're like, I want to move on, but I just don't know how. And I, you know, I just don't think I'm ready. Well, it's like, okay, well let's walk through that process together or let's find a professional to walk through that process Mm -hmm. together, depending on, you know, how, how intense that issue might've been. Um, But at the same time, I think, yeah, like if it's parents or, you know, if it's if it's the victim's family, oh gosh, I remember. Ugh, I can't get into the details of that. Yeah, there was one situation where, like, the worst people were the the uh, uh, aggressor or the the not abuser but the offender's family that were like pushing like blah, 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 blah. and it, and and I actually had to go speak to them and be like, you do realize like this, you know they were in the wrong and they're like oh yeah but and i'm like no 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 that has not you know there's no moral high ground here mm-hmm. the, you know doesn't matter you you know you don't get to punch someone in the face and be like now forgive me and deci- you know <laughs> you, you don't decide if yep. whether you're the jerk i can't say the actual word that that he used there but you you just other people decide whether or not you're a jerk like, you don't get to decide that. Other people do. And so you have to learn to work in a society where, okay, what is going to make other people think I'm a jerk? Mm-hmm. No, you might want to be that. But that's the whole thing. It's like, you don't get to decide like, oh, well, time's gone by. They should let it go. It's like, no, they shouldn't. You know? Yeah. And you need to stop, you know, you need to back off. Um, so where's that pressure coming from and why is it there? Mm-hmm and then the other thing i would say is are you know are there other things in your life that you have trouble letting go of mm. um pastor you know are there other traumas that you have problems letting go you know um because people who tend to forgive quickly have a personality that tends to Move on, you know. Um, I I remember when what w- was the get from Grey's Anatomy, Patrick uh, Dempsey's character. Oh, I don't know. I don't watch Grey's. Sweet Sweet Lips or something like that. I don't remember. Doc Doc McCarty or something like that. I remember when he died. There were people or NCIS when you know zevil and 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 Tony left. Like there were people who like legitimately quit the show and like wouldn't start or or when another, just whatever, when they reach the end of their one show, like they will go into a depression. They will Mm -hmm. not start another show for, for, for literally weeks or months because they're like, I can't like, I've grown so attached and it's like, okay, I get that. Yeah. Me. I'm like, oh man, I'm really sad. I wish there were more episodes on that. Well, it's been 20 seconds. So, you know, like <laughs> yeah. I know my personality is very quick and I am very quick to forgive. So, you know, there there are just certain personalities that that move on quicker and there are some personalities that don't. But if you have a personality that tends to move on and you still don't, like you're having trouble forgive, that generally means there's something that's deeper beyond this. And we need to explore that thing. Mm -hmm. Like you need to, we need to dig deeper than the surface issue to find out what it is, because it's not just your personality. It's, you know, time isn't going to help. We need to get either professional help or, or to just dig down and, and realize, you know, there's something else blocking this door from opening from you being able to do this thing. So those are the three things that I would say Yeah, is, you know, there's no, there's no urgency, um, you know, you know, find where the pressure to forgive is coming from. And then, uh, you know, what, what is, you know, what's your personality type? Do you usually forgive? Is this you know, is there something bigger that's, that's keeping you from being able to do that we need to deal with before. Yeah. And I say we, because, you know, you ultimately are the only one who needs to deal with it. But I, you know, if someone comes to me, I consider myself a part of that team now, um, and and you can't do it without social structure mm-hmm. um, and support. But anyway, the, the point is, you know, is there something that we need to deal with before mm-hmm. we can make that happen?
0: Those are the three. Yeah, I agree wholeheartedly with those. And, you know, when you talk about urgency, I think of, this is, I think I've told this story on the podcast before and I'll be pretty brief with it. But my sophomore year of high school, uh, I had a dog that was, we figured out was dying. And upon learning this, I had asked my dad, we knew we were going to take her to the vet to be put down. And I had asked my dad, Hey, uh, wait for me to get home from school. Can we do it till, can we do it after school? You know, tomorrow I want to be there. It's my dog. And he said, okay. And then the next day I come home from school and the dog is gone. And for those that don't know, my dad did die my senior year. And I wasn't even able to forgive him up until probably a year and a half, two years ago was when I was finally able to, you know, put that behind me and not even, not even someone's it just, death it just sticks. or imminent yeah. death can suddenly rush your, now sometimes it can, but ultimately it, it is going to be dependent on a lot of personality factors, a lot of, you know, independent factors that are, that are things that you need to figure out for yourself. And understanding where that urgency is coming from is really important. You know, one of the things there was actually a sense of urgency with that that was given to me where my mom, I brought it up once and my mom said, I wish you would just forgive him and be done with it. Uh, It's been forever. And in that comment, I realized that a, my pain over it was affecting others around me. And B, I realized that actually I had put off the work of forgiving and letting it go for a couple of years. And I had just pretended it didn't exist and that didn't really happen. And, and so sometimes pressure can be helpful, but sometimes it can't sometimes it, it most of the time I would say it's not a good thing. And for me, if someone can't forgive someone right away, I agree with you and I say, um, I would add that it is it is totally okay to not be in that place. But what I would say is the three things that are key in my opinion are first, you need to decide that forgiveness is where you want to end up. In other words, you need to decide that you're ready to work in the direction of forgiveness, and that that's something that you want for your life. Two, then, I think, basically, I think when, when it, you know when we talk about forgiveness and, and forgiving someone over and over and over again, or, or forgiving someone for an egregious wrong, I think the biggest thing is not necessary that we should forgive immediately, but rather that our lives should be lived in the trajectory of forgiveness. In other words, the decisions and actions that you make should move you toward forgiveness and peace in your own life. And th- once, you, once you see it that way, like once I learned to see it that way, that really did change how I, you know, I process things because then it meant that I was now trying to identify the best decision possible that would help me get over it. And it may mean that I tried, it meant that I would try new things you know, I try something that I thought might help and it didn't. So I identify it and I move yeah. on to the next. And I know that's like a pragmatic yeah. way of viewing of it, but that's usually when someone asks, yeah, why can't pragmatic. I forgive? They want to yeah. know how, Yeah. um, yeah. and that's it. You know, it may mean that you need to take space. It may mean that you need to talk every other day. It may mean that you want to go on dates slowly again. It may mean that you want to hang out, you know, maybe once a week instead of every day. I don't know. It could mean any number of things, but what matters is that the decisions you're making are the ones that you believe will move you in the direction and trajectory of forgiveness. And that right there has been, that idea has been a complete game changer for me in my own life. 100%. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so I hope that moving it's helpful. Yeah, I hope it's helpful for you because as long as you are moving in that direction, I do, it, I think God seems to pay attention to the direction your heart moves in. I think, you know, God is very concerned with what's going on in your heart. And if your heart is saying, I want to get there and your body is saying, I'm just not there yet, that I view that as a thorn in the flesh. I view that as, you know, the, the, the struggle in Romans seven that Paul talks about, I do what I don't want to do. Um, and I think God honors what's in your heart and that desire, that earnest desire to be past this and be beyond this. I do think that God honors that and sees that. So, um, yeah, that's what I would say there. So Tony, any you know, I I think that's a good place to kind of yeah, wrap I things say, up. I think, I think you nailed it. So I hope <laughs> that this episode and the episode on apologies are both helpful for you. I hope that um, you've got you've gotten something out of this. Maybe you've thought, wow, all of that's what I don't want to do and, and will never do. Good for you. Um, whatever this is, I hope it was at least beneficial for you, if not entertaining. Though there were less puns in this one. Thank the Lord. Um, Thank you, Jesus. I, I I held out for you. We did it, team. We got there. I had it. So thank you guys so much. And we appreciate you. And we're looking forward to the rest of this year. We'll see you next week.